Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. A lot of hashtag sports going on today on the show, and you absolutely have to love it. We will get to all the line movement coming up for Week 13 in the National Football League, and we'll start with the Niners and the Eagles as San Francisco keeps getting bet and bet and bet and bet and bet. And then those some bitches get bet some more. But we'll talk about the Niners, Eagles, and the rest of the line movement. Also, we've got news on the New England Patriots quarterback situation, and we'll tell you about the betting market there with the Patriots and the Chargers, and so much more. Power hour, final hour of the show, all our bets for tonight. We'll have great guests joining us along the way as well on this wonderful Wednesday. But, you know, as we continue on like the introduction, talking about stuff that we saw in sports last night, we'll we'll leave hockey aside because it didn't go great for either of us. We'll, uh, We'll get some college football here. So the penultimate college football playoff ranking show was last night, ahead of conference championship weekend in the great sport. Let's break it all down, the betting implications, etc., with this edition of Lochmas. College football is the best time of the year. The fight songs. Announcers going crazy. Mario Anderson still on his feet. Got free. Mario! Super Mario! Touchdown! The roar of the crowd. But for Nick and Ken, college football only sounds like one thing. It's Lockmas time on You Better You Bet. Hey! All right. The penultimate. I just like that word. That's a word that you use in like regular conversation. And people are like, "Whoa, this dude's smart." Yeah. Whoa. Penultimate, the second mm. to last for people that don't know. Just like drop that yeah. into regular conversation. Fits under uh, in my motif of trying to just like fool people. Like when I would leave when I was single and, uh, and I lived in Queens and by myself in Astoria, and I would leave Einstein's theory of relativity out on the coffee table. So when girls came over, they'd be like, "Oh, you you read Einstein?" Oh. He's one of oh, one of the, yeah. one of them smart guys. E, oh, that's pretty e, cool. Th- did I ever tell you that E equals MC squared? Yeah. And that dress and that dress looks great on you. That's just the beginning. That's just the beginning. Is it the beginning? You. Maybe it's the end. I don't know. Let me tell you about um, MC. So the penultimate college football playoff rankings, uh, Georgia, number one. And well, I'll do the top eight because that's the one that really matters. Uh, Georgia, number one. Michigan, two. Washington at three, obviously a big underdog coming up on Friday night in the Pac-12 title game against Oregon. Florida State at four, despite obviously playing with the backup quarterback. And the speculation has been basically like Florida State beats Louisville in the ACC title game. Florida State's going to be in. We'll get Ken's thought on that coming up in a second. Oregon is up next. Obviously, if Oregon beats Washington, the Ducks will be in. Ohio State, 
one loss team, losing to Michigan last weekend. Then Texas, who, who, uh, who obviously lost to Oklahoma and Red River, followed by Alabama, who lost to Texas. Remember when they, they lost that game and I was like, Jalen Milrose stinks? Yeah, he's, he's pretty good. Uh, Bama obviously plays Georgia this weekend for the SEC championship. Georgia's been getting bet. Georgia like almost out to a six-point favorite in that game. Texas a little more than a two-touchdown favorite in the Big 12 title game over Oklahoma State. So, Ken, penultimate college football playoff rankings, takeaways here, like, and, and, and any bets to make or bets that you're looking forward to making after this weekend based on this? Yeah, just we'll share a couple things from some guests that we have on the show sometimes. I was I was a little surprised with a couple things in the rankings that – doesn't like have to be that I'm I have to be right or whatever uh I I thought even if it only lasted one week I thought Michigan would be one having just beaten Ohio State and that okay like if Georgia beats Alabama then they maybe they take one back maybe like that's how it works with Michigan only playing Iowa but what that what that 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 was like the, the thing that surprised me the most actually because what that sets in motion which is really bad for me <laughs> is that is that if Florida State wins and Georgia wins Georgia gets them and we'll have Colin Wilson on later in the show. His projected point spread for that game would be Georgia by 14. I think it would be more um, just like, cause I think if it was 14, I'd really want to bet Georgia, like really, really want to bet them. And like I, Florida state's down in the game. Like how are they scoring if they're down 17, nothing like what's happening. Um, so that's tough uh, that I was hoping Michigan would get like the walk, like the walk over to the final. It looks like Georgia is as long as they beat Alabama, which is like an F to be fair they get the benefit of like potentially having florida state now florida state has to win there's moving parts but like i thought that was interesting if you bet on georgia or you bet on michigan to win the title let's be honest like you're really hoping florida state wins and you want to draw them like that's what you want to happen because it's easier than playing oregon who's a monster like that's like just compare the two opponents like who would you rather play it's not even remotely close um i thought the point spread that colin had for the other game too was interesting he had michigan a little more than a touchdown against washington now oregon is rated better than washington we see that in terms of the game that's taking place on friday so like a you know a michigan oregon point spread honestly i've seen a couple projections out there like less than three either way and i don't that, really care that like something really banger, small man georgia oregon then, is also yeah, so I think what uh, – and Chris Andrews, who runs the sportsbook at the South Point in Vegas, put out, like, what he would make the finals in some of the in some of the sports. Or he did all the possible semis, like all of them, and even the teams that, like, aren't in right now. And you can glean from the differences between, like, okay, what's Georgia against this team? What's Michigan against this team? Sounds like he would have Georgia, like, three against Michigan if they played in the final. And then Oregon would actually be, like, really closely rated to both of those teams also, um, which is fun – in, it's not fun for me. I want Michigan to have two large point spread games and win the national title. But it's fun if you're a fan because, like, no one wants Georgia TCU again. Like, we don't we don't want anything close to that. That's one of the reasons why I think we all kind of don't want Florida State to be in the playoff because we kind of want some semblance of a competitive game. Herb Street said it last night during the show. We haven't had competitive semifinals basically ever with, like, a couple exceptions. Michigan TCU last year and Ohio State Georgia last year being, like, two of the three exceptions ever to having, like, really good semifinal games. Georgia Oklahoma would be the other one. And like, you know, Clemson, Ohio State played like a pretty good game a few years ago. But like you get the idea, most of them are blowouts. So anyway, uh, Mich Georgia won over Michigan, I think matters a lot because if Florida State's in, Georgia gets the walk over to the final, they're more likely to win the title than Michigan is. Uh, I thought that was interesting. The other thing I thought was interesting was, and Brett McMurphy, who we have on the show all the time, and he and I were DMing about something else a couple days ago, had this note that uh, Ohio State stayed ahead of Texas and Alabama 
in the rankings and he had this note which i just think it's interesting uh he tweeted number seven texas and number eight bama done question mark looks like it no team ranked lower than number six with one week to go has ever made the college football playoff so basically what that means because i think there's a lot of people that are like well like if texas won like could could the committee like just and florida state won too could they just kind of like shoehorn Texas in for Florida? Like people are inventing situations to be like, well, what about Texas versus this team? What about Texas versus this team? Or like if Florida Texas State loses also. Win. Right. Well, yeah, well, sure. But I think if Florida State loses, I think that's like they're definitely out because now the committee has the excuse to put the other one loss teams in. That's like it's easier that they're out. Now, who gets that spot for sure could be end up being an argument based on who wins. I just thought that was interesting where like, okay, like because now I'm kind of sitting here and I'm like, all right there's a permutation that i i actually don't know what happens like i have no idea i actually think some of the easier ones are the ones we've gone over the ones with florida state i think are easy i think if they win they're just in like i think those are the easy ones i don't really know what happens if alabama beats georgia <laughs> like i don't really i don't really know and there's a lot of people that have really strong opinions and they're not all the same there's a lot of people that are like two sec teams make it you cannot leave georgia out of the tournament and then i'm like great this is like one of those things where people say a guy got snubbed for an all-star team, but then they won't say who they will take off the all-star team to put that guy on. And you're like, well, great. Like, it's great that everyone gets snubbed. Also, there's like 15 spots. So who would who would you like to take off? And they never answer that question. So I just, uh, that's the one I haven't quite figured out yet. But I, I think the most interesting thing, honestly, was the idea of like, you want to get Florida State if they win, and that's going to be Georgia. And that's like a, that hurts me because that's really, really big for Georgia winning the title. I, I, I think it would be, Michigan, Oregon, Bama, and Florida State. I Bam is in and Georgia's out. I think if Georgia loses, I think they're out. I know. I, I have also thought this. And then, like, I follow a lot of people that I think are smart. And I follow people that cover the sport. People that, like, know people on the committee. And it's like, well, but, like, I don't think they can leave Georgia out. And I'm like, great, but, like, what is unsaid there is, like, so talent. Like, what is it, then? Like, tell me well, what it I, is. I, and and cool. are people also making the case that, like, if it comes down to it, that and Bama wins and Texas right. wins, that Texas should go in because Texas beat Alabama head-to-head head earlier in the year. Right. That's Well, that's just, if it's the two of them in a vacuum, isn't that, like, a really easy case to make? I'm sorry, like, isn't that a really easy case? They played. Like, they actually yeah, but played. Like, but but <laughs> so, so, so now but now you're the committee, and, like, you can't have right. Georgia in and Alabama out, so then no SEC team makes it. Right. This is, like, this is, this is the thing. If this that is like happens, Alabama wins, I don't is understand. Is that the apocalypse? Like, you know, like like this week's sign of the apocalypse, people thought it was AI writers. It's actually an SEC team not making it to the uh, to the college football playoff. I just, uh, I don't think they would leave the SEC out. That's the one permutation where, like, I don't, usually we get to this point and I'll just be like, look, if it's this, then it's this. And if it's this, then it's this. And, like, end of segment and it takes a minute. And this one I just go, oh, man, the last one. And by the way, so I, I it's anyway, I don't know what happens in that permutation. The the, the who's number one, because it never matters who's number one, like never, ever matters. And this year it matters so much. If Florida State wins, it matters like so, so much because you get I mean, like 95% to win a game to get to the final. Like you tell me Georgia and Michigan wouldn't like that. So that's interesting. And then the other thing is just because like now we're there, we're at the end of the season. This is the last year of the playoff as it's currently constructed. Uh, have you seen the bracket? for what it would be everyone's kind of sharing it like if the if the you know whatever uh i think i found like a really clean version of it to do on the air just because like i think i think everyone gets how awesome this would be but like do do you <laughs> and i i actually don't even understand 
exactly like it's called a it's called a six plus six is like the way they do it and it's it's like the conference champions plus like all this stuff. i don't really understand it's like conference champions group of five team and six at large i think it's what the six plus six means so See, that's it's the gonna first be really the great champions when, when the yeah. teams at the end are going to be the same four teams that they would have been anyway but it's not the point it doesn't matter like right. i like that there's so, more games so like the, the 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 game right so just like to get every like what everyone's appetite for like this is what like a year from now this is the conversation we're going to be having and like who doesn't make it in with this it's like i mean it's alabama and missouri play and the winner plays georgia oregon and tulane play and the winner plays florida state ohio state and ole miss play and the winner plays washington texas and penn state play and the winner plays michigan I just, like, honestly I just, like, it's pretty fun oregon like, tulane's the only game that i hear and i'm like well that sucks but, everything else but is that's like, this like is great. classic I, I actually think like I agree with you just I mean the point spread in the game would be out of control but the uh the idea though every January there's like the one like the the old like BCS series and stuff there was always like the group of five team that would make it or like the random play like Utah with Urban Meyer when they made it or like UConn when they made the Fiesta Bowl and like those are like UCF when they were awesome played on New Year's Day and beat Auburn I think or something or they Baylor. almost beat them and, yeah with Blake and Portals. so like those those games those are always the best games but now they like the reason they were the best games is because the other team was like yeah whatever it's the fiesta bowl but like this is like i would like to see tulane play oregon or whoever would be in tulane spot next year like yeah like we never get that you never get like the the high stakes game like this is what everybody loves about march madness is that we get to see like who's a team that's awesome this year that's like, like mcneese state is like a really surprising team in college basketball this year they're like a top 100 team from a conference that never ever ever does anything and in the tournament we might get to see them play kentucky like we might get to see that and like we get that every year in college basketball we get that and in college football it's always like this made-up exhibition version of it and we actually get a cool version of it this time so thought that was good it, too it, i i think it's great and look like there can be traditional sports radio shows it's not a criticism of it and a host can can come on and he or she can make the case that you know it disrupts the sanctity of the sport and it's like it kills the regular season and college football the regular season used to mean so much more and all of those points can be valid and i'm not looking to argue for or against any of them just that if you like to bet on games and like you like the show and you like the like the general vibe of all of this, how how are you not just like over the moon excited for all of this? Like all of these course. everything new to bet on, like how how much more fun the national championship market's gonna be. Now look like it's still gonna be like 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 Bama, Georgia's gonna be in the playoff every year. Like Bama for as long as Saban, they're gonna be in the play like the same like the same like six teams right. will be the in two every big year. 10 teams. Like, right. But it doesn't yeah. mean it's not going to be awesome. It's still going to be really great. I wish we had it this year. And honestly, and like, I'm actually, noting. like, I I'm, ja yeah. I'm jacked for this weekend to see what happens, to see what we sure. get in the college football playoff. Well, and to be fair, like, Oregon-Washington is, like, a people call it, like, a glorified quarterfinal. Like, that's usually when a conference championship game has, like, the winner goes. Um, that's that's what we have in that game. Yeah, but, and, but like, I, I am definitely cognizant of, like, look, if you follow the sport for a long time and, like, all the things you like about college football – you feel like are kind of like slipping away my point is like whether the playoff changes or not that ship is set have you seen the big 10 schedule for next year like have you seen with california schools going to rutgers <laughs> or whatever like have you seen <laughs> this great. like yeah storied rivalries on display yeah in it's done like that's it's unfortunate Which, it's like it does kind of suck done. right okay great yeah, it sucks. so here's my thing that all sucks conference realignment absolutely sucks but if we're gonna have it and we have to have it then I want this playoff. Then that's what I, I, I want. I, that's, that's the playoff honestly, for it. I want I'll this. tell you what. 
I don't think we've, you know, gone too far. I don't think we've gone far enough. 12 teams. 16 teams? Yeah. 64. That's half of the Division One schools. Just so and, and you know what? That's like and, how many and, big goals. Like Colorado would make it or something. Yeah. And we start it after Halloween. In and play that some and some play and play in Atlanta and play that some bitch out and the championship game, Frankfurt, Germany. Right. <laughs> well, we've always talked about having a London conference. We've always talked about that, you know. <laughs> All right, the Big Ben Ten. Uh, Let's do it. We'll see if we get any any more college football on the other side, and we'll start the line movement coming up for Week Thirteen in the NFL, where we have breaking quarterback news coming out of Cleveland. <laughs> 